Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. So a Derek Chauvin juror lied about being involved with George Floyd and police brutality protests. This, among with other, uh, along with other evidence, will probably get Derek Chauvin off on appeal. But if the judge really had a backbone, once Chauvin's off on appeal, he needs to drop all charges with prejudice because it is now proven that Derek Chauvin will never be able to have an impartial jury. And after the federal government has basically put their thumbs on the scales of justice, if Derek Chauvin was going to be acquitted, they are going to arrest him anyway on federal charges. Derek Chauvin is destined to rot away in jail. And the system is ensuring that this happens. But before we get started, how about you smash that like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and leave a comment down below. It helps with the algorithm. Let's get started. So the Derek Chauvin juror lied about protests. Cops hope of appeal boosted after picture emerges of juror at BLM wearing get your knee off our next t-shirt despite telling court he never been on a march. This is from the Daily Mail. Brandon Mitchell was one of 12 jurors who convicted Minneapolis cop Derek Chauvin of the second degree murder of George Floyd last month. Mitchell, a 31 year old black man, was photographed on social media attending an August 28th protest in Washington, D.C., at which Floyd's relatives spoke. Mitchell was seen in the photograph wearing a t-shirt with a picture of Martin Luther King Jr. and the words, get your knee off our necks and BLM. He is also wearing a baseball cap embossed with Black Lives Matter. Mitchell acknowledged being at the event and that his uncle posted the photo, but claims he doesn't recall wearing or owning the shirt or cap. I'm sorry, are you claiming that the photo is photoshopped? Your uncle posted a photo of you and you're saying that you don't recall ever wearing that shirt? So are you saying your uncle photoshopped? He doctored photos of you to make you look like an activist when you really aren't? Or are you lying? Again, Mitchell said he answered no to two questions about demonstrations on the questionnaire sent out before jury selection. Legal experts say the revelation will likely be brought up on appeal by Chauvin's attorney, Eric Nelson, who will argue his client was denied an impartial jury. Mitchell has admitted the photo is of him from that date, but defended attending the rally, claiming it was not explicitly a protest against police or a co uh, commemoration for George Floyd. Floyd's brother and sister, uh, Philonese and Bridget Floyd, and relatives of other African Americans who have been shot by police, addressed the crowd that day. So he claims that it was not a protest against police violence or a commemoration for George Floyd. Let's see what the National Action Network has to say about this. This is from July 14th, 2020, over a month before the actual march. On August 28, 2020, Reverend Al Sharpton, the National Action Network, MLK III, Attorney Benjamin Crump, the ambulance chaser, and families of police brutality victims, along with labor leaders, clergy, activists, and civil rights advocates, will lead a commitment march to fight for criminal justice reform in solidarity with those who have lost loved ones at the hands of the police. The march under the rallying call, Get Your Knee Off Our Necks, will coincide with the 57th anniversary of MLK Jr.'s march on Washington, where he delivered his historic I Have a Dream speech in 1963. Speakers will include the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Eric Garner, and others to address the senseless loss of black lives at the hands of police and advocate for issues including police accountability and criminal justice reform, voter protection, and more. So what did he claim? That it was not explicitly a protest against police or commemoration of George Floyd. 
Well, on this, it explicitly says that it's we will address the senseless loss of black lives at the hands of police and advocate for issues, including police accountability and criminal justice reform. Uh, he lied. And who are you referring to when you say, get your knee off our necks? Would that be George Floyd? Because I know MLK didn't say that. This is the problem. And I'll show you an audio clip here in a bit, essentially proving that this guy is a liar. He's an activist. He wanted to see Derek Chauvin rot away in jail. Evidence be damned. Let's continue with the Daily Mail article. Mitchell said he answered no to two questions about demonstrations on the questionnaire sent out before jury selection. The first question asked, did you or someone close to you participate in any of the demonstrations or marches against police brutality that took place in Minneapolis after George Floyd's death? The second asked, other than what you have already described above, have you or anyone close to you participated in protests about police use of force or police brutality? So since I'm not all-knowing, all-seeing. I don't know if the first one is what he answered when he answered no on the first question, if he attended any police brutality rallies or whatever in Minneapolis. Well, I don't know if he's lying or telling the truth about that. But the second one, has he done any anywhere? And he said no. He lied. He can't even say, well, I didn't know my uncle went. I don't really follow my uncle on social media. I don't really social media. I would buy that. I, I would buy that. But he attended the rally in Washington, D.C. He said, oh, I've never been to D.C. before. Oh, it's a great place. You know, lots, lots of people with the same ideology. We're all going to group together and march against not police brutality. And we're not going to talk about George Floyd. It was, it was about MLK, even though the mantra, the rallying cry behind it was get your knee off our necks. Mitchell told Nelson during jury selection that he had a very favorable opinion of Black Lives Matter, that he knew some police officers at his gym who are great guys, and that he felt neutral about Blue Lives Matter, a pro-police group. He also said he watched clips of bystander video of Floyd being pinned and had wondered why three other officers at the scene didn't intervene. He said he could be neutral at the trial. Mitchell told the Star Tribune last summer's protest was 100% not a march for Floyd. Huh. Then what rallying call is get your knee off our necks in reference to? If not to George Floyd, please educate me. It was directly related to MLK's march on Washington from the 60s. The date of the march on Washington is the date. It was literally called the anniversary of the march on Washington. Okay, I'll give you that. The anniversary of the march on Washington. But what was the rallying call? Get your knee off our necks. And actually, from the National Action Network, it was not called the anniversary of the, wa the March on Washington. If you look at the top, the National Action Network, who organized this march, get your knee off our necks march. What more do you need to know? This guy is a lying sack of shit. He is pushing a political agenda. He is pushing a terroristic agenda. How in the world are we to accept this sort of mob rule? Derek Chauvin is a victim of Black Lives Matter. Derek Chauvin is a victim of the federal government 
putting their thumbs on the scale to ensure that this man rots away in prison for something he may not even have done. I'm reading things about the death penalty where they say, oh, DNA evidence four years later exonerated the person that was put to death. Well, what do you think is currently happening happening to Derek Chauvin? You're allowing angry, emotional people who don't know the facts to sentence a man to prison for the rest of his life because it makes them feel better. I'm not condoning what Derek Chauvin did. Two things can be true at once. Derek Chauvin can be a piece of shit. And the other thing that can be true is he doesn't deserve to go to jail for murder because there is a distinct possibility. There is a reasonable doubt case to be made that George Floyd died from a drug overdose. One of the prosecution's witnesses said that, oh, I can just tell by the video that that's how he died. Are you telling me that you don't actually need to see a body? You don't need to have your hands. You can just look at a at a quick Facebook video and you can go, oh, it sounds like you have um, uh, asthma. So this medical mar- – you sound like one of those medical marijuana doctors from like the mid-2000s where it's like, oh, uh, just open your mouth real quick. Ah, oh, you have glaucoma. Here's your weed prescription. That's essentially what he sounded like. And the jurors ate that up. But they didn't eat up the own prosecution's witnesses that said Derek Chauvin used less use of force than what was authorized. That's bananas. But don't believe what you read. Also believe what you're told. I'm a firm believer. Listen to your enemies. I've said this before. I've said this on this podcast before. If someone, if your enemy tells you that they're going to do something, listen to them. Trust but verify. As Reagan said, let's listen to this. He was juror number 52 in the Derek Chauvin murder trial. Brandon, before we wrap, many people don't like jury duty and probably wouldn't respond to the letter that you get in the mail. So what message would you leave to those about saying yes to jury duty? I mean, it's it's important. If we want to see some change, we want to see some things going differently. We got to get out there and get into these avenues and get in these rooms um, to, to try to spark some change. And that's Absolutely. one of the jury duty is one of the things. Jury duty, voting, all of those things are things we gotta do. And how can people follow you on social media or tune into your podcast? Yeah, so the wholesome podcast we're talking So he has a podcast. But I'm gonna gloss over that because I have one too. But you if you want to create change, you have to get on jury duty to push your political terroristic agenda. You have to get on jury duty? So tell me what was impartial about him being on that jury. He lied about being able to be impartial. He lied about attending these George Floyd anti-police brutality marches. He is a big, fat liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire. And should be pointed to by the judge when Derek Chauvin has all his charges dropped and he gets out on appeal. He should say, it is your fault, Brandon Mitchell, It is your fault. It is your fault for lying to me. It is your fault for lying to this court. And it is your fault that Derek Chauvin will have all charges dropped with prejudice and will never be allowed to be recharged because you have shown that society at large is incapable of protecting Derek Chauvin's Sixth Amendment right 
to a trial by impartial jury. But even after that, you had the federal government create a secret backup plan to arrest Derek Chauvin in court for police brutality if he was cleared of killing George Floyd. This was from about a week ago. Federal prosecutors were ready to arrest the white ex-cop if the jury had found him not guilty of all charges or the case had ended in a mistrial. Under those circumstances, they had arranged for the Minnesota U.S. Attorney's Office to charge him by criminal complaint so he could be arrested right away. Following his arrest, feds would then have asked a grand jury to indict him. This contingency plan did not materialize as the jury found him guilty on all charges. The DOJ is now planning to indict him and three other cops involved in Floyd's death on civil rights charges, a source said. Excuse me. Chauvin is to be indicted over both Floyd's death in 2017 incident where and a 2017 incident where he knelt on a black 14-year-old boy's neck for nearly 17 minutes. J. Alexander Kwong, Thomas Lane, and Tao To to be indicted over Floyd's death. The, uh, they faced uh, they faced trial together on August 23rd on state charges of aiding and abetting second-degree murder and manslaughter. So, you have the President of the United States come out and pressure the jury saying, I'm sure they will come or they will come to the right verdict. I believe that the evidence is overwhelming. Um, he probably wouldn't be saying that if he thought Derek Chauvin should be innocent. You have Maxine Waters inciting riots, saying that people needed to be more confrontational. What's more confrontational than burning and looting a target? Is it what Antifa was doing and shooting Trump supporters on the street in Portland? I mean, that's like the, the only escalation of force would be lit, literal lynchings occurring in the street of white people at this point. If Maxine Waters and BLM believe that they should be more confrontational on the streets, the only way to get it, the only way to be more confrontational at this point is to start lynching people at this point. And honestly, I think Joe Biden would get behind it. Joe Biden would allow it. Because Joe Biden doesn't care. Joe Biden is receiving millions of dollars from questionable places from around the world. Hunter Biden has dropped off the map picking up, presumably picking up bags of cash from dictators around the world. So whatever happens within the United States of America regarding civil rights, Joe Biden doesn't care because Joe Biden created this fire. Joe Biden single-handedly created the school-to-prison pipeline. Kamala Harris single-handedly suppressed evidence that would exonerate black men in prison so she can use a loophole in the 13th Amendment to use them as slave labor to fight forest fires in California. But don't worry, friends. These are your heroes. These are the people that will ensure criminal justice reform are the ones who created the criminal justice system and exploited the loopholes within it to disproportionately affect black people? To unfairly keep black people in jail longer than they should be? Open your eyes. Wake up. That's all I'm going to say about this. Y'all have a good one. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment down below. See y'all tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye.